morning, everybody. It's time for the Beer Geeks Radio Hour here on Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. I'm Freddie, the insignificant, significant one, the anti-DJ, if you will, the good, the bad influence with the best intentions. And I'm here with my boys today, and we're going to drink some beer and talk about some beer and talk about some rugby. Yeah, rugby on the Beer Geeks. Dirty Derek, what do we got going on today? Oh, this week we have Six Point Brewery out of the old Brooklyn area up in New York. So they're a very well-known brewery that have a stellar reputation with a lot of people, and there's a good reason why. Because it's good. Very good, from what very, I'm understanding. Very good. Look who's back in the house today. We got Backyard Billy. What's up? How you doing? What's going on, Backyard? Living the dream. It's a beautiful day to go for brunch. It is. After the it, show, oh, we might just have down. to do that, man. You wakey, might see me today. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Can't beat that with a wooden stick or liquor with a nine-inch tongue, and I know some people have Whoa, tried. Hey. Yes, and then, like I was saying, we're talking about rugby on the Beer Geeks today from the Wilkes-Barre Breakers rugby team. We have Big Jim and we have Tyler. What's going on, man? How you doing this morning? What's up? How's it going, Freddie? Pretty good, man. Put that down a little bit between you, and you guys go up on that like you own it, and you're going to be all good today. It's great to have you here today, Jimbo. Well, it's great to be here. I know it is, and you like beer as well. Love it. Rugby goes with beer. Rugby does go with <laughs> beer. So you're going to fill us in a little bit later on on what you got going on, that the team exists, and all the good stuff that you're doing where people can come and get into rugby. Because a lot of people are aware of it, but they don't know about it. And, of course, they have never gotten to see. Is it a match? Is it a game? It's a match. Excellent. See, I already learned something today. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to let you drink some of that beer. We're going to find out what you think about that beer. And then we're going to talk about a lot of cool things, like I said. And don't forget, dashing around the dumpster, Polish Ed was there, too. Well, there was a little joke. It took him about 18 minutes oh, to yeah. get on it. And we laughed about it. We'll share that later. Derek, what do we got drinking, man? Well, as we're getting into this, the other thing we're going to be talking to, too, with the, with the busy in-house we have, we also have Shane Welsh, the owner of Six Point Comedy, right. too, which would be really cool to talk to him about the, the history of this whole thing. Uh, first one, this is the best one to start out with. If you're going into a brewery and you're wondering, is this brewery any good? What do they have to offer me? I'm not really sure of them. If they have a Pilsner, you'd start with that because that will tell you everything you need to know about a brewery. If you're walking in and you try a Pilsner and it's not brewed too well, the brewer does not have the skills. I'm just going to say it. And when you get something that's really good, because a Pilsner is a style that you can't hide behind. Now, the, the Pilsner style is one a lot of people know of when they think of you know mass-produced beer. That's that the Pilsner style has kind of been ruined by a lot of these companies. But the Pilsner style itself should be very clean, have a little bit of a hot bite, but have a very clean finish. It shouldn't have any kind of cloying or, or some some of them have a little bit of a sulfuriness to them, but that's not, you know, it's good when that's cleaned up because some people that aren't acclimated to that will think, oh, who cut one in my glass? Oh. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, that joke died. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no, it's a, it's a really, this is the crisp from Six Point. Now, this is a really clean Pilsner, uh, 5.4%. I always got to grab the cans because I don't really, yep, 5.4%. So, but it's got a real nice little hop bite. Just a subtle, and you know, the name really falls through. It is a really crisp beer. The Pilsner style is one that's you know really good for a nice summer day. You know, it's a lawnmower beer, or if it's in the winter, it's a snowblower beer, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but uh, it's a really good, nice, enjoyable beer, and that's what you really want out of the style. And it's great to start out any kind of showcase for a brewery with something like a Pilsner because you know what you're going to get. And if it's done right, then you can move forward. 
Definitely. That's good. I just want to point out, too, when you did make that joke a couple minutes ago, <laughs> I tried to laugh, but you did notice I pulled back because I, I just <laughs> couldn't commit to that, to that I'm joke. I'm not giving you that. There was no way. I tried to save you. I looked dead on at Billy, and I knew he wasn't budging. <laughs> Man, this guy, you want to go like, to Vegas uh... with him. Yeah, he's just looking at me, and I'm like, I'm going to try. And usually it would be the other way around, but I'm sorry, Derek. Oh, so. I'm, I'm used to people giving me pity. You know, it's all right. No, but it's you lined good. up a great show for us today, so let's go around the room. And see what they what they think about this beer. Because oh, let me waiting. jump. My, I'm just going on our Facebook. I want to jump in quick. Our, give, our giveaway, giveaway again. Our giveaway <laughs> again. You want this? We have some nice stuff from Six Point. You can hop on our Instagram again. It's at Beer Geeks Radio. We're doing our giveaways through that. You're gonna get some shirts, stickers. You're all about Beer Magazine subscription. Oh, so man. find us on Instagram at Beer Geeks Radio and jump on that. You're gonna get some really sweet stuff. Yeah, I gotta say I don't like giving away stuff online <laughs> because I do not get to rummage through the stuff before you give it away. And. Uh, I haven't had a new hat or a new shirt in the last couple of weeks, so we might have to talk about that after the show. <laughs> Billy, what do you think about this, man? I think this beer is terrific. Right. It's, a, it's, a, it's an excellent craft example of a, a, a Pilsner, a German-style Pilsner. Mm. So, uh, orange hoppiness, uh, it's kind of more sweet hops than it is, like, bitter, bittery hops. Right. Um, finish is really clean the way it should. Um, you, think, you have to think of a Pilsner as, like, a hot summer day. Um, you don't want something that's going to be too heavy on your right. mouth. So something that that you can has bursting with flavor, and then it just it disappears, and then you take another sip. All right, and then it disappears, and then it disappears. It's a yeah. ninja like beer. all the good things, <laughs> like all the good things it's in life, man. Just get a little taste of it because it's gonna disappear soon. Yeah. Until you got to yep. keep doing it more and more, and before that's you it. know it, there's a whole pile of bottles in the corner, and I it like gets that. ugly. Well, I'm, if you could survive it, that's golden. What do you guys <laughs> think about this, man? I tell you what, uh, after, you know, ruining somebody and making them bloody for a day, <laughs> I can put down about a dozen of these. That is a great seg, man. They should put it's that on a can. <laughs> That's, uh, you know, Jim, I want to know about that. Like, it, like it, the main countries, I'm not real big on it, like I said, but you guys have been around since 1973? 73. And I, a lot of people are just starting to hear about this now, so... You said earlier that beer goes along with rugby, and I believe you uh, definitely because you're quite convincing when you're telling me that. But so, someone who has been drinking beer for a long time and many different beers, especially from influences outside of the norm here uh, with like rugby, what do you think of this? Oh. When it comes to rugby, I'll be completely honest with you. It's usually about quantity and not so much quality. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this, this, this is great. This is great. Yeah. yeah. So that would be something to good. Can you bring that into the scrum? I, <laughs> sure. Excellent. Sure. Yeah. Excellent. What do you think, Tyler? I think this that? would be great after like uh, like a spring match, something like that. Like awesome. where it was a nice uh, spring day, kind of hot out there. And I, I have to say that the uh, packaging on all yeah. of these cans uh, is, yeah, it's is really pretty cool. sharp. Yeah. And yeah. sharp. Yeah, definitely. You could definitely sneak it into a concert as a Red Bull. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> a, that's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. Isn't that funny, Derek? I don't know if the, the brewery would condone that. But Derek, yeah. look what we're doing here. We've done pairings with desserts. We've done pairings with lunch, dinners, all Movies, kinds of stuff. Cinema. Movies, uh, which is coming up. We'll talk about that later. We've never done... We've never done a pairing of craft beer with contact sport. Like, oh, my God. 
God, we could do, we're pairing off beers with rugby, so which like, is pretty cool. So, like, chug one of these and then, like, smash the can off our head? <laughs> like, take a, take, a, take a bite of the can, like, wow. <laughs> We have guys that do that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, this this is one that's good. I mean, the Pilsner style is what, you know, when, when you're saying the quantity, usually the quantity is something you know, like a light beer or something like that. Mm. This style is, that's what that is for most of them. Most of them are, like, a, a Pilsner style of beer. So this is actually a really good one if, if it's uh, you have someone out there it keeps saying, I don't like craft beer. I don't like this. I only like light blah, 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 blah. This is a really good one because it's not, it's got all the similar flavors, but it's upped a little bit and you actually taste a lot more. It's not as watered down. That's the important thing with this. Those Uh-oh. cans really can be pulled yeah. off yeah. as an energy drink. Yeah, That I is a really cool thing. That's something that we, if there's any underage kids out there, listen, <laughs> don't pay attention to that kind of advice that we're given. We're not given that kind of advice, but it is very similar to an energy drink can. And I'm quite fond of the artwork on cans. And um, you have many different colors. So obviously the colors of the cans are different brews that they have, yeah. Derek. Yes. And we have a bunch to get through today. Oh, we have a lot today. And we have a killer interview coming up in a matter of minutes, which I'm very excited about. But we're going to take a break at this second. We're going to pay some bills. And when we come back, we're going to have that interview again. Yes. Yeah. Wow. You want to cut it now? It's fine. Okay. Well, I have to cut it now. Yeah, that's good. For we'll a second, it. I have a physical emergency that's uh, going on, so we're going to take care of this. You made me go there. Thank you, man. I didn't know what you were Just doing. roll with it. What if I was having a heart attack <laughs> or something? You know what? That I went over like sti- a fart joke. <laughs> that, well, I'll tell you what, man. If I stick around right now, there is going to be a fart joke, and it's going to be on all of you. How about that? Geico RV presents Reflections from the Road. I love the great outdoors and saving money. So I made the easy switch to Geico RV insurance, which was a whole lot easier than eating my wife's cooking for a week. Rob, I can hear you. Sometimes I think she can read my thoughts. Yeah, you were thinking about Geico RV insurance. Man, she's good. Well, you are saying everything out loud. (sighs) I meant to do an internal monologue. Geico, for your RV, trailer, or camper. See how much you could save. If there's a new bathroom in your future, you might want to move up the date to right now during the Home Depot's Cabinet and Bath Savings To Go event. Discover Delta's radial bath faucet in bronze. Beautiful, classic, in stock, and at a special buy of only 69 bucks. Right now, the future of your bathroom and your budget is looking brighter than ever. Let's do this. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. Price for four-inch model U.S. only while supplies last. My story may help you. This is what happened. I was talking to my best friend. I told her I wasn't feeling like myself. I had pain in my pelvic area and bleeding that wasn't normal for me. Since it had gone on for a couple of weeks, my friend said I had to go to the doctor. Of course, she was right. Turned out I had uterine cancer, a type of gynecologic cancer. To make a long story short, by realizing something might be wrong and seeing my doctor right away, I received treatment. Now, we're confident I'll be fine. Please, please listen to your body. If something doesn't feel right for two weeks or longer, see your doctor. Uterine, cervical, ovarian, vaginal, and vulvar cancers are all gynecologic cancers. Signs and symptoms are not the same for everybody. So get the facts. Get the inside knowledge. Call 1-800-CDC-INFO to learn more. Knowing can make all the difference in the world. It did for me. A message from the Inside Knowledge Campaign and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. This is Joey Logano, driver of NASCAR number 22 discount tire car. You know something? You and I aren't all that different. I drive a car, you drive a car. My car has tires, your car has tires. 
I may be going just a little faster than you each weekend, but we both need to keep those tires properly inflated to stay safe. So be tire smart and do your part. Check your tire pressures once a month and before every long journey. Visit BeTireSmart.org. A message from the Rubber Manufacturers Association. Well, here we are again, and I gotta tell you, Jim, this match has me really concerned. Here we have a powerful heavyweight, a train, weighing in at 6,000 tons. And this hasty lightweight challenger, a car, at just one and a half tons? This does not bode well for the car, or the people in it. It's no contest. Every day, people are injured or killed trying to beat a train at rail crossings. See tracks, think train. We're back here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour on Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. We're drinking some beer today and we're having some fun. And we got our friends from the Wilkes-Barre Breakers <laughs> Rugby team in here and they're drinking some beers. And they're they're good at it. They're definitely good at it. You guys having a good time, man? Having a blast. Yeah, Excellent. It gets better the more you drink. We're glad to have you here. Man, we should we should try to practice with the team one day. Do you guys practice often? Yeah, we have open practices. We practice uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays usually. Um, we'll be starting practice here. Uh, I believe it's February 2nd. February 3rd, I think. Um, let me Maybe check this quick. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be... Uh, February 3rd at the Pittston YMCA at 7 p.m. Cool. Because uh, it's a little cold outside, so yeah, we can't yeah. really get out on the Kirby Park where we normally practice. Derek, did you ever do a practice or see anything live? Because I know because of your heritage, you you, you know you watch a lot of rugby. I, I watch a lot. I haven't my my. Uh some point before I die, I'm going to go over to Wales and actually watch a match wow. live in the studio in the stadium. Cause that's the only thing I've always wanted to do. I have a lot of family over there that have done it and rub it in my face constantly that they go there you all the time. You got to make and, at least one practice. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah? Freddie, you want to go down and try one day? Yes. And actually practice? Yes, I do. <laughs> I don't know nothing. I know, don't know anything. Can you take a hit? Yeah, sure. <laughs> what you got? What kind of head are you talking about? Sup, dog? What's up? Okay, can we drink beer now? Listen, I already, I have dyslexia with this show oh, today. I already God. flipped it. I did my outro and my intro and all this stuff, and that's groovy. Let's drink the beer and be all good. I'm going to fall back and go get a coffee. You guys do your thing. Golden. Uh, okay. Well, and we cracked open now. This is this is actually a brand new one from the brewery that uh, I don't think it's even available totally on the market yet. It's just coming out now. This is a uh, beast mode. Now this is another one. This is what's what's great with the brewery is just like the names and everything. Like it's not uh, you know a lot of them tend to say what it is right in the title. A lot they they kind of hide it a little bit so you don't really know what it is and you got to read a little bit more. But with this, this is a porter. But to me, it's a little bit of a different porter. I don't know what you guys are getting out of this, but I mean, it, it's really nice because it's it's just like a. It's I'm almost, having a hard time drinking this beer. No. <laughs> I'm. I'm he's, uh, he's, he's a sports nut, so he's all mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm just having a hard time. I'm looking Why? at it. Why are you having a hard time? Well, as a Packers fan, I can't say beast mode. That I, I'm going to drink <sighs> it because they're going up to Seattle tomorrow. Yes, they are going up to Seattle. And yeah. it's time, man. I think we've got a golden phone call here that we've been waiting. And welcome to the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. How are you doing this morning? Doing great. Shane, nice to meet you. Thank you for uh, waking up and joining us. We really appreciate it. This is Shane Welsh, owner of Six Point Brewery. So how are you doing today, buddy? Great, man. Good, good. Well, we are enjoying some of the beers. We uh, just cracked open some Beast Mode. We'll talk about that one in a little bit. So let's just jump right into it if you're good to go. 
Now, the brewery opened in 2004. It's a little bit of a different landscape now. So what was it like at that point? Because that was kind of almost like a transitional becoming what it is now. What was the craft beer landscape like when you guys opened the door? It's interesting you mentioned that. I was just talking about this uh, yesterday in a business meeting with our with one of our wholesalers. And if you look, if you take a um, the number of breweries that are operating in the United States, like over the past 20, 30 years, and you create a you create a chart out of it, and uh, you smooth it out with uh, just by making a curve like a line. Um, there was a period in the late nineties, uh, up until the point when we started where the number of breweries in operation were in decline. So breweries were shutting. There was a net mm. net fewer amount of breweries each year. And so it's, it looks really interesting on that curve because what happens is it spikes up uh, from the early 80s all the way up through uh, the mid to late 90s. And then it dips down um, and then it resumes its upward trajectory. So what's really cool is that we opened, we started when breweries were shutting down and I always feel I always feel it's actually probably better to open when uh, when an industry is contracting uh, as opposed to when an industry is expanding because uh, y- you kind of want to be a little contrarian you know you want to you want to do something when uh, when when the herd is not following you want to be a leader you know what I mean because yeah. when we were doing it when we were opening just like the people who opened uh, you know uh, during the other period of consolidation. Uh, people told them they were crazy. They're like, you know, they'd say, you are aware that breweries are shutting every year. You are aware that 5% of all breweries are going to close their doors this year. And uh, we just say, you know, yeah, I'm aware, and that's exactly why I want to do it. No, that, that's, I mean, when you listen to any true, like, business advice from a lot of people, whether it be, like, leaders like Richard Branson or these people, they always make that comment of it's better to open when an industry is in decline because you have more opportunities. If you have the investment there and you're ready to go, you can kind of walk into a landscape that's, uh, you know, a post-war apocalypse kind of thing and have your pick of where you want to set up shop. So, I mean, I, I completely agree with that one. We did that in 2008, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> So when you guys first started, you were doing exclusively keg only. So I guess the natural thing is when and why did you make the transition into the cans? Um, well, as far as the when goes, that's easy. Uh, that's May. It launched in May of 2011. Um, as far as the why, it's more, um, it's, it's a straightforward answer. It's just there's many different reasons. Um, so regarding the why, um, it, it, we felt that it was at the time in our, our life cycle, our, our, our brand trajectory, so to speak, our maturity, mm. where people had been asking for so many years and we were just constantly giving them draft beer, constantly sampling them out, constantly requiring them to enjoy our beers in bars and restaurants would be occasional growler fill, I guess, at your local growler store, but um, we wanted to give them the opportunity to take beer home with them. And what really what it was for us, too, is a whole set of challenges, because I'll tell you what, making draft beer is pretty, uh, let's just say on a comparative basis, it's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think making amazing beer consistently every time in draft beer is, is, is easy, but you know, making draft beer as opposed to uh, running a packaging line is really relatively easy. 
Uh, draft beer is generally unpasteurized. Um, there's not a whole lot of moving parts in the kegging line um, compared to like a, a very fast-moving bottling line or canning line. And mechanically, it's pretty straightforward. And there's no, you know, like I said, there's no pasteurization, so there's a, there's no there's none of these things. Or uh, a lot of times, it's 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 not even filtered because see, draft beer, you can almost be guaranteed that it's going to be preserved perfect uh, perfectly from the time it leaves the brewery to the time it gets into the customer's glass because it's always in a refrigerator. Yeah. So it leaves the brewery in a walk, uh, usually a walking cooler gets put on their refrigerated truck and goes to a wholesaler where the wholesaler immediately puts all their kegs into a walk-in cooler. And then when the wholesaler delivers it to the bar or the restaurant, they almost always put it into their cooler. So the beer is basically coddled from the time it's uh, born to the time it's delivered to the customer. So when you do cans or bottles, first of all, you can imagine like all of the moving parts on a bottling line or a canning line. It's, it's, there's tons of opportunities for failure in the packaging process. And on top of that, you have a lot more um, inputs, like a lot more raw materials or, uh, you know, packaging materials. So, like, when you do kegs, all you have is a keg. Yeah. That's it. And the best thing about that keg is once you deplete it, you just bring it back, yep. clean it, and refill it. Whereas when you have, like, bottles and cans and uh, in different formats and stuff, you know, you have to buy the cans or the bottles, you need uh, labels, then you need glue, you need caps, you need the case carrier, you need the six pack carrier, and then you need a tray. So like when you ship cans, they sit on this tray and um, you know, you shrink wrap, you know, you need all the different shrink wraps and stuff for palletization and you, you just need a whole lot more like inventories of stuff. Well, it complicates the, the amount of things yeah. that can go wrong increases tremendously too. When you're when you're getting into that, when you have more and more things involved, it's it's you have a lot more there, but you have a lot more that can go wrong. So you need to have a lot more uh, control over everything that's going on within that. Absolutely, and met- metaphorically speaking, when when something goes wrong on a on a kegging line, you just shut it down and and, and fix it. It's usually minimal problems, mm-hmm. right? When something goes wrong on a, on a canning or a bottling line, it's a 20-car pileup. I mean, <laughs> you have all of this stuff. Just, it's moving at lightning speed, and then all of a sudden it comes to an abrupt halt. And you can imagine what that does to the beer and all of the inputs that are going into it. It's just a mess. So oh, running, <laughs> running one of those packaging lines seamlessly is one of the biggest uh, challenges for any good manufacturer or, or craft brewer. Well, within this, since we're getting into the packaging and the cans, everyone here has been impressed with the, the layout. So what's the story behind the design of the labels and the cans and the way the artwork is? It's, it's very unique unto itself, even this, the style of can you guys went with. We wanted ex- we, exactly what you just said. We, those are all deliberate moves by Six Point. They're not accidental. So if you study the design of the cans, it's, right, it's rife with symbolism. So all the way down to, like, if you're looking at the can right now, on the front of the can, there's a face in the can. It's called the badge. You'll notice that, first of all, it's a six-sided polygon. It's basically a hexagon that's on, on the front of the can. There's, the, there's a recurring motif of six in the can, so six-point, the six-sided polygon. There's a six-pointed brewer star in there. There's basically uh, geometric self-similarity. The bottom left 
side of every can. They're, they, the badge is broken up into essentially uh, quadrants, right? Mm-hmm. In the bottom left-hand side of the can, there's what we call the medallion. Every beer has a symbol that sort of encapsulates the essence of that beer. Then uh, there's a there's a bar on every can that we, you know, we were one of the first people on with canned beer to uh, in front and center want to display what we believe to be the three most relevant specs of a beer, and that is it gives you the the ABV, uh, the IVU, and the SRM. So if you've never had the beer before, you can determine, A, what's the strength of this beer, B, what is the bitterness level of this beer, and C, what is the color. And from that, we figure that you could tell whether or not, um, you know, you would have a pretty good idea of what was inside that case. That's brilliant. Yeah, no, I, I really appreciate that, too, because it's like sometimes when you get something and you're not really sure about the ABV, it's a pain when you're trying to find it, like, oh, they hit it by the UPC code, or they hit it. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. nice, like, you have it right there in the front, especially having the SRM. That's something that's really unique. Like, I don't see a lot of breweries throwing that on the front. Here's another subtle thing that most people don't pick up on, but it's part of the symbolism. So we have essentially two divisions of Six Point Brewery. We have Six Point Craft Ales, and then we have Six Point Crisp Lagers, right? So if you look at all of the ales, you look at the high res and the beast mode and the big alley, et cetera, the badge on the can, uh, that actual hexagonal six-sided polygon shape, it's facing upward at the, the, the top side of the can, the one there's the lid top of the can. Many That's crazy, yeah. man. It is. That's, That's brilliant. Awesome. I dig it. So the crisp is actually facing downward and is uh, will be the future loggers that we're going to be releasing, which we direct everyone coming out later this year. It faces downward because what it does is it signifies that this is made with a bottom fermenting yeast. That's awesome. It's pretty slick. <laughs> yeah, very, very slick. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really cool, that's, that's really neat. Like just looking, as soon as you started saying that, I'm looking at the two cans side I'm by like, side. Oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, wow, that's <laughs> awesome. All right, so let's get into this one then. So we cracked open Beast Mode, since this is a, a new one for you. That is this even available fully yet on the market? You guys are very lucky. I mean, it just went out to just a couple stores on Friday. It's going to be hitting all markets next week, starting Monday. So uh, it's basically in, in wholesalers' warehouses, but hasn't been distributed yet. Well, let's get into this. This is a really interesting take on the, on the old porter here. So what, what can you tell us about what you're thinking of when you're putting this one together? We wanted a porter. We, we felt like porter died. Porter died several years ago, and, and now it's coming back to life. And we're going to help resurrect it. And what I mean by that is, when I say porter died, I mean, people are making all these imperial porters, uh, coffee porters, barrel-aged porters, bourbon porters, 11 12% porters. We wanted to bring back, which is essentially a take on the old English-style porter, but just Americanized. And uh, back in the day, it was a popular offering. It was a popular offering for Anchor Brewery. It was a popular offering for Sierra Nevada. Had a, uh, a very popular porter. They just died. Uh, people stopped drinking them, and uh, I think the demand of the those lower ABV porters, you know, the five percent, six percent porters, they're just you wouldn't you don't see them on the market anymore. I know Smutty no, Smutty Nose had one for a while, but even that one I think was a little bit stronger. Um, and we were like, you know, let's do a 2015 style porter. Let's let's leave the charge and do something different. So what we wanted to do is bring back the color down to where it used to be. Porters never used to be pitch black. Porters never used to be a beer that you would roll up to the light. 
and you couldn't see through it. Porters were essentially a very, very deep red color, almost brown, but they were never black. So we wanted to bring back a beer that was almost like a very uh, darker than a, like a brown ale, essentially, but not definitely not black. Uh, and when you hold it up to the light, you should see a little bit of red shining through. And we wanted it to be um, a lot of that caramel flavor, but, but still very dry, but with like a ton of hop character to it. Just a ton of like good citrusy, piney hops. And uh, so we, it ends up around 50 IBUs. It's 6.4% uh, uh, ABV. And we just think it's one of those crushable porters. It's a porter that you can actually sit down and drink four or five pints of. And that's the, the whole idea. And when it's a nice, cold winter day, maybe watching some football, doing some work down in the basement, whatever. And, uh, you know, I'll wake up on a Saturday. I'll pop a beer open at noon, pop another one open at one, you know, just keep going. <laughs> and... Uh, it's just one of those beers that you want to crush like that. Yeah, no, that this is great. Design. We've talked about in the show numerous times about the, you know, imperialization, I guess, if you will, of beer, that a lot of things are just getting beefed up and thrown out the window, and they're throwing everything they possibly can into the beer. And it's nice to see someone take that back. That's what I, my, my first thought when I had this. It's, it's you, you can tell it's a porter, but, you know, I guess for someone who's not acclimated to, like, a traditional, it's almost like a, a brown ale porter hybrid, I think, to some people, what they would yeah, experience. Yeah, it's tough to it. relegate that ground in between yeah. a brown ale and a stout, and, and porter lives in that yeah. in that region. So a lot of times it's like, all right, well, hoppy brown ales could be a thing, and then, you know, stouts and imperial stouts can be a thing. So I could see why breweries would go to... Um, you know, vanilla porters or coffee porters or nitro porters or whatever. So, no, that this is extremely enjoyable, and and thank you for doing that. Cause, I mean, that's it's nice to just see someone take the style back, if you will. You know, take back you know a uh, claim to it and really put out something that should be out there. And and Shane, like you know, so we have two more we're gonna work through in a little bit. But you know, I can't thank you enough for giving us a call and and hooking us up with all this stuff. I mean, you guys are doing a really great thing, and uh, we know we all we all love your beers here, so you're you're in good company. Right on, man. Hey, man, and we're sorry for the hard hit right onto the air without the briefing beforehand. <laughs> the clock on the um, screen was a little messed up. Actually, I came in and did everything backwards, so you hit that like a pro. I'll tell you that. You definitely know how to hit the ground running. That was a fabulous interview, and I, we were also saying about the cans, they could be um, mistaken for energy drinks, which I think is a very, um, well, it's a cool thing because a lot of people are familiar with them, and it is an attractive can. Great Great packaging. These gentlemen are really enjoying the beer, and thank you very much. Well, well, all I can say about that is they are energy drinks. <laughs> all right. Every, every, every time I uh, drink them, I get a ton of energy. Yeah. So he hits the he hits the interview hard, cold, without right. any kind of warm up, and then he even gives us an encore on his awesome. way out. It's <laughs> a great gig, man. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thank Cheers, you. Man. Yeah, definitely. And Thank we'll be you. back here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour on Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. I'm John Leslie, and I lost 123 pounds and I've kept it off thanks to the John Morgan Hypnosis Seminar. Lou Mayhew attended a session and he quit smoking forever. I was a non-smoker when I walked out of it. A John Morgan hypnotist will be here soon. Call 800-735-6907. Hypnosis is safe, fun, and effective. You can lose weight and keep it off or stop smoking forever. I'm not quite sure what the effect was, but I know the effect was tremendous. Join John Morgan hypnotist Paul Butterfield Wednesday, February 4th at the Woodlands Inn on Highway 
Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Smoking cessation is at 6 p.m. Weight loss at 8 p.m. Call 800-735-6907 or visit johnmorganseminars.com. Sessions are affordable at $59.95. After about the third week of not smoking, I realized that I could afford a new truck. I was so confident that I wouldn't smoke again that I actually went out and bought it. Call 800-735-6907 or visit johnmorganseminars.com. That's johnmorganseminars.com. Our world vision, and we believe in children. We believe in God's calling to help them flourish and achieve a full life. We believe every child deserves clean water, nutritious food, and basic health care. We believe in educating girls and women about immunizations and the healthy timing and spacing of pregnancies. Saving the lives of newborns and new moms. Helping more children live a full life beyond age five. We are World Vision and we believe in children. If you believe, visit worldvision.org slash believe.
a little Megadeth here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour, doing things a little different this week, but that's the way I like to do them to keep them interesting. I think it was because I did the show standing today. I usually don't start the show when I'm standing, so that might have just the way the blood runs through my body. You were commanding the audience. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just the way the blood runs through my body then, Billy. It's good to mix it up every now and again, right? Backyard Billy, what are you doing? What are we doing at Backyard Ale House um, this weekend, man? Going to get some brunch, man. All right. It's all about the brunch. You know it. Excellent. Beer brunch, get some Bloody Marys. Yeah. 
They know? look mighty fine on the Facebook page, man. Oh, they man, take pictures tasty. of that spread. I'll tell you what, I've done it before, that's, man. That's Pat. He does such a good job taking photos, throwing stuff on Instagram. There is nothing better than going downtown. I don't care. People making downtown Scranton jokes, the mall, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. Sitting there on a sunny day looking outside from a nice table with the ultimate service at Backyard Ale House is a good time, man. Can't beat that with a stick, Good time. No, you can't, man. (laughs) You can't. It's a good time. Check out the brunch. And the Bloody Marys are the rage from what I gather, man. Yeah, they're pretty tasty. There's some mighty fine celery in those Bloody Marys. uh, You know, we're... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're, we're, we're beer geeks, but, yes. uh, you know, I'll, I'll take a bloody every now and again. Outstanding. Now, I know um, Dirty Derek over yeah. there, man. We got two more beers to go through, yeah. and the guys are enjoying them, studying the cans and emptying the glasses. So continue on, Derek. Yeah, we're getting into the hoppy stuff now. So this is this Get is away where, from that beast mode. Yeah, this, okay, can I? I <laughs> no gotta, beast I'm mode. I'm sorry I'm doing this. I got to interrupt. See how much, do you notice how much smoother I am since I'm sitting down? It's like flowing. Yeah, it's like You're flowing. flowing. All right. yeah. I, just, I, had, I had to say that out loud for myself. All right, man, go ahead, Derek. Yeah, we're getting into to the Bengali now. This is the one that the, the brewery really has a, a reputation on. The, the, the beers that a lot of people know 6.4 is, is Bengali, resin, and high res. Those are the really, you know, hopped up, really enjoyable IPAs. And, you know, the reason why is that IPAs are, are all the rage. Everybody loves talking about them. Ed loves Ed loves drinking them more than anything. <laughs> so, I mean, there, there's a lot of stuff within that. And, and they do it right. I mean, the Bengali is a really nice. This is like a, a starter, lower IB, IBV and IBU. This is a 6.5. Six yeah, 6.5, 69 IBU. So, it's not overly aggressive. But it's just a really nice little hop bite from it. You get a little bit of notes of citrus, but then some pine and things like that coming through. It's not a, a citrus bomb that a lot of people are used to. With, yeah, with it's a good IPs. balance between yeah. the citrus and pine. And it's got a really, what's nice with this one, like I love like the really super dry finish this one gives you. Because that, that's that's what's, I, to me, I love a really good IPA that has that dry finish because then it cleans up after itself. Like it comes in. Then it disappears. Dances all over your palate, ruins it. Maybe, you know, the dog pees on the carpet, but they clean up after themselves. Yeah. That's a good IPA. <laughs> But they clean up after huh? themselves. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. I was just seeing if Freddie was paying attention. <laughs> oh, man. Even that couldn't... That broke through my fog. <laughs> that one, man. Who's writing your materials? <laughs> no, it's great. You're great, man. But no, it's, great. This is like a really, really nice, subtle one. This is a really good IPA. If, if you're, you know, still trying to get into the style, this is a really good one because it's not overly aggressive, really drinkable. This is one you can give to someone. They won't give that bitter beer face back to you, which is really good. What are you guys thinking? I'm digging it. You're digging it. I'm digging it. You know, <laughs> the, it, the the hot or the uh, malts beguile yeah. the the 70 IBUs that it's packing. Yeah, you, you know, could actually the, t- like, with this one. It's nice. You can get some a little bit of the caramel malt, which yeah. is nice. You get a little bit of sweetness from it instead of like all honey, hops. honey, honey, sweetness, caramel. Yeah. Uh, but but like you said, it, it cleans up nicely. Yeah. Yeah. It disappears. It's another ninja beer. It's a ninja, like ninja dust. What animals clean up their their cats? Yeah, they bury them. The, yeah, in a litter box. That's still not clean. That's not cleaned up. That's buried. Well, what's the difference? What's the difference between cleaning something up and burying it? Like you never in a hurry, like swept up and then threw it under the rug and then the way you saying I away. never did it. That's not cleaning it up. I, I hide messes the, well. The, the, forester, hide well. the forester in me says you've never gone to the bathroom in the woods. <laughs> I mean, like, what do you do? Like when you're camping, you're like giving you, back to nature. That's you're what giving you're doing. it back. Now I'm picturing you as a forest ranger, man. Oh, the, Can the, you, the one hand. 
and Trilene. That's what I got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, can you picture? Can you, <laughs> I'm just picture Billy dressed like a forest ranger. Chasing in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> or chasing a couple bears with picnic <laughs> baskets. <laughs> filled with craft beer. It's a, what a segue, oh, man. That was a great a segue. segue. All right. It's a sight to be seen. Breakers, oh. what do you think of this beer, man? Well, I was going to use the word beguile, but since he already did, I yeah. it's off the table. <laughs> so it was good. Yeah. Definitely. Can I hear that twice in one hour? Be- beguile? The- beguile, yeah. I think it's a great I word. It's Nobody a fabulous word, man. It is. We did. Well, we used it, well, kind of, twice. One time, you like this, Tyler? I'm really enjoying it, yeah. Uh, it's got a really nice, clean finish that we already went over. And, right. uh, yeah, took it right out of my mouth. Beguiled. <laughs> Ed, you want to give a yell? You got to like something over there, man. Come on, let's hear okay. it. You're the IPA guy. Yeah, you got to have something yeah. like. This is, this is a, a very good, uh, piney, citrusy, well-balanced ale. How's that? Wow. Wow, he brought Short, it. Short, concise. Look at this guy. Damn. Damn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what the hell are you guys just, doing over there? I just heard something <laughs> slap down on the table. <laughs> Here we go. I love doing that. It's payback for the joke I didn't get when I walked in. <laughs> oh, well, that's not our fault, dude. You're getting back at yourself? Okay. I'll here, show you. Here was Ed. Here's Ed throwing it down. And here's the rest of us. <laughs> that joke will never get old. Uh, no, Ever. Yeah. That's, that's a good radio joke. That's All right. <laughs> but no, that, that's what you want out of a good IPA is that really nice balance because we see a lot of them that are coming out. Like, you know, we we attempted to do the McKellar. That was an IBU a couple weeks ago, but it was a little oh, that was aged. past its prime. Yeah, that was like but, uh, a year past its you prime. See, <laughs> you see a lot, of, a lot of these beers that try to really throw in as much hops as they can. It becomes, you know, when we talked to Garrett Oliver and Garrett said, it becomes these challenge beers that it's not long. It's no longer something to drink and enjoy. It's something like I dare you to attempt to finish drinking this. And that's the IPA is the style that you see most within that trying to just really up the ante and throw in more and more hops. And it gets to the point where it's really no longer an enjoyable beer. It's just something with a ton of hops in it. And you could say, oh, I had this with the blah, blah, blah. And it's a you know stupid thing you do on a rating website or, or a, things like that that you can go put out there to, to rate things and judge and say, oh, this is great because, uh, you know, it was made one time in a, well, they made one glass of it. And that was all. Of, and that's, you know, what a lot of people try to market themselves on is, is rarity in the marketplace instead of it being like a really good beer because if the beer is really good get it out there let people enjoy it and then let everybody make up their own mind instead of just relying on it being very very rare I'm not saying that the really rare ones aren't good because you know a lot of times they get that hype because they are good like we've all had you know the heady toppers or, or the pliny or things like that we've had those and the heady's like a unicorn yeah <laughs> <laughs> they, they do like oh, sometimes they will live up to the hype other times you will try it and it's like it's not bad but it's not you know, that's what ruins a lot of beers, I think. You know, just like when you when you were younger and you had a friend that came up and was like, you got to listen to this new album. It's so good. This is the best thing they've ever did. And you put it on. It's like, oh, it's, uh. Because when you have that buildup in your head of like, this is going to be the best thing ever, you can almost do nothing but become let down. And it's just better to experience it unto itself. And then if you really like it, then see what other people are thinking or things like that. That's not just a good approach to beer. It's a good approach to life, man. <laughs> this is free, man. This is all free. That's Tell me about your childhood. <laughs> so show me on the doll. What no. <laughs> God damn it! My jokes are flopping today. <laughs> uh, who's writing them, man? Listen, I'll come in a little early. I'll, we'll come in earlier next week. 
or whatever. <laughs> or maybe um, we'll practice. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll do a little, you know, dry run through as my stand event next week for the yeah, YMCA we'll do, pits. I'll be at Crackers we'll all week. <laughs> all right. So you know where not to go. <laughs> See how that j- joke worked a little bit there? They just felt bad for you, so yeah, they don't no. want to laugh I at said, my joke. Again, the pity. <laughs> I'll take it. Awesome. Well, I tell you what, man, your jokes might not be hitting, but the the everybody's enjoying these beers, and that interview was slamming today, too. So got to pat you on the back for that, Dirty Derek. Oh, well, how are people, how are we looking at people um, for the big giveaway we give away on our Instagram We're doing now, good. Buddy. We got a lot of people tagging each other on there. We'll good. be giving that one later later today. We'll be yep. giving that one away. So I mean, just keep going on there. At Beer Geeks Radio, you know, add us on there. You'll find a bunch of stuff. You'll see the photo. Been doing it the past couple uh-huh. weeks. Where, you know, you just get on there. Follow the rules. You there's a good chance I might actually get around to mailing out... <laughs> The yeah, prize. Had, the winners that we've had, just so you know, the reason you don't have the stuff right now yeah. is Freddie. Well, just, just throwing that out is, there for I'm everybody. Good. Listen to me, taking the blame. I'll take the blame. You take it. You take it. Taking the blame. You're owning it. I'm owning my shortcomings, man. This hey. isn't turning into an AA meeting, I hope. <laughs> It'd be oh, a really man. awkward AA meeting. Yeah. I'll tell you that. <laughs> definitely, definitely would. All right. Is this our final beer? We have this Dirty is, Derek. This is our final All right. beer. Now, the one thing I want to throw out, too, with, with Six Point, you can find them readily around the area. There's a lot of places that have them. We were talking off the mic. You know, Backyard has them. You know, Cooper's has a few. J&H. There's a couple of places. Most of the yeah. places you're going to stop to that you're going to find the craft beer, you're going to find some Six Point. So it's, it really oh, ranges. Wegmans, too. Yeah, yeah, it, I mean, yeah. It, it, it ranges what they have. Like, that's the one thing I've noticed when you're going around. Like, some of them will have resins. One, you're going to really find a lot of places. That, that's the one thing. And the other thing I want to throw out, too, they, Six Point actually has a really cool app you can download for your iPhone, and it'll tell you where stuff is. I found that when I was looking Whoa. around. Yeah. You can actually type in, and it'll tell you who has what where within your area. Which is a really cool thing to have. You see a lot of breweries get into that now, like having those apps. You can kind of just type it in. But this is our final one now. Uh, this is High Res. This is their really souped up double IPA. This is 10.5% alcohol. So this is the big boy to end the day. And it uh, comes in at 115 IBUs. Now Monstrous. That's, yeah, Monstrous. Not, what, yeah. what that's saying, you know, we've had a discussion on here before. The palate can only perceive so much in the IBUs. Then you kind of get everything kind of falls into a certain range. But it really, it's a, it's, but it's nice that even if they're attempting 115, that's a good attempt to have something around that. Yeah. Because it's not going over the top. You're not trying to, to beat someone to death with anything and say, depends oh, on this, who, who's. Yeah. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> this is one I will say if, if you have a friend that doesn't really drink a lot of crap beer, don't don't give them this yeah. one and say don't I love this. You'll they'll love it. They won't like it. I'll just <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you if they're not used to this kind of stuff. Like this is one that they're they're not gonna enjoy and you're gonna put them off and they're well, gonna was, not trust you. I was you. reading that the name came from a, a high focused, high resolution look at hops. So it, this beer is all about the hops. So if you're a hop lover, you yeah. want a you want a micro high resolution focus on hops. This is the beer for you. Yeah, this is a this is a very hoppy. You're gonna notice it in the nose, and it's a huge hop aroma. It's not even one you can't sit and say, "Oh, I get more citrus or more pine or floral." It's everything. Everything's really going on in this. This is a huge hop bouquet, but it's got a nice malt backbone because you got ten and a half percent. You got to have something there, and it's got a good balance. Freddie's holding on anxiously. What do you want to throw out there? I was just gonna <laughs> say, listen, I had a great idea that you inspired. Like, just think of this, like. If you were going to do, like, all IPAs, instead of Hop-A-Roma, it could be Hop-A-Rama. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Hop-A-Rama, that's a great brewery name for... I, I don't get hoppy it. Hoppy beers. <laughs> Break it down for me. <laughs> Hop-O-Rama. Like, Go-Go-Rama. 
Uh, <laughs> anybody? I, you know, it'd be great. I would love if Billy was completely serious. That would make my day. If you were like, oh, I, I just, I'm, I'm lost. <laughs> You're just trying to make up, make him feel better. That's all you're trying to do is trying to make me no feel better. No one can make me feel better. All right, once again, I'll apologize. I'm sorry I'm cutting you off. Beer. It's oh. all good. All right, but no, this, is, this is really nice because it has that balance again, too. It has a little bit of a dry finish. It's definitely, you feel it in the mouthfeel. It's a lot thicker. There's a lot more going on. This is definitely one that you need to kind of sip on. This isn't one you want to chug. It's a sipper? Yeah, at ten and a half percent. If you if you're chugging this, then you're gonna you're not gonna get very far. Yeah, guys, and I'm not. We have a timeout sometimes. If you fill up your little <laughs> cup too much, I have to stay an extra hour, hour and a half with people. No, you guys are doing good. We're safe drinkers yeah, we're here, good. man. We're good. And we always want to say drink responsibly. Definitely got to throw that in there. Yeah, if you're spending the money for this kind of beer, yeah. you want to enjoy it. Don't. Uh, good point. Whether they're even though they're in cans, don't don't think I'm gonna shotgun this. This is kind of go yeah. under the. Uh, oh yeah. This is Something. Don't do that. Enjoy this. Yeah. Speak for, your, speak for yourself. <laughs> That's like people Don't go. Don't tell me what I can and cannot do. It's like going to your favorite restaurant and not sitting down at a table and eat, eating it. Just saying, here, just throw it to me in a bag and I'm going to eat it over the garbage can before I run out the back door. Yeah. You're not going to want to do that with your favorite restaurant. Don't do that with your with the craft beer they enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy it. You want to sit down and especially when you get into this kind of high ABV, this is something you need to really savor and it'll it'll yeah. it'll change too. Is it warms up a little bit. You'll get different things going on when you get into this kind of thing. Kind of like our destination beers. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Who was it that said destination beers? Um, I don't remember who that was. That's bad. Was it? Uh, was it Boulevard? Was it Boulevard? We talked. I think to? it was Boulevard. I think it was. Yeah. 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 There's a there's a whole thing. The destination beers is when you get there. Yeah. This that's, is where you open. This ah. is where you open. <laughs> You're not going that's anywhere awesome. else. So that that's the whole. This is this is one of those beers that you need to kind of. Respect a little bit. You gotta. Yeah, have that it's not the kind beer. of beer you want to drink in your car. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cruising down I eighty one. Yeah, as opposed to the other ones. Yeah, you're not <laughs> your destination. No, don't drink any beer in your car. That's not cool. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so fun being on Unless it's not rolling. Like, if you're stuck in the car because your wife won't let you in your house and you have a six-pack, you're not going to let it go to waste, so then you drink it in your car. But just as long well, as the keys this, aren't in the ignition... I'm just picturing Frank the Tank. I'm picturing Frank the Tank. We're going drinking! <laughs> Outstanding. Oh, God. All right, guys. Man, we what a show today. Oh, we always fly through them. We always fly through yeah. them. Oh, is yes no, something up there? Is there no, a butterfly well, no, in the studio? I'm just saying, aren't you aren't you gonna talk about the Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna tell I'll listen to the director over here. <laughs> I'm just saying, you I know thought what? you were already busting out. Let me tell <laughs> you to say that. Okay, well let me tell you what it's if been the, known to if, happen. Uh, yes, <laughs> if anybody's gonna you picked a good day to jump in and try to make sure. So in other words, good looking out, man. That's how you clean something up right over there. Backyard <laughs> yeah. Billy. Guys, we got a big event next Saturday, and I'm gonna be there. Derek's gonna come down and hang out, and we're gonna be at old time Charlie's and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's uh yeah, it's 4 to 8. We're going to have four bands, uh yeah. some great great entertainment. Uh we have a photo booth, a bunch of raffles. Yeah. 20 bucks, you get some beer, you get photo some food. Yeah. Uh, Dude, listen, I wrong? went last year. I went last year and what I was most impressed with, not only the great bands and just like Old Time Charlie's mm. is a great place to have such an event because it's large and spread out with the two bars and whatnot. And of course, the fine staff can't forget to can't mention forget the Michelle. staff, of course, at Old Time Charlie's. The giveaways, the raffles that you had, I don't go gaga over raffles. 
but last year I did. Yeah, I was blown away by what some of the people were giving away, like the penguins and all the great stuff from Pittsburgh, the Cleveland package that you had, all the fine restaurants, all Didn't the great I win stuff. That and I had to give it to you because you because cried. Because I wanted it for Rocky Roads, yes. Yes, you won the Cleveland Indians basket that you were given away <laughs> last year. And I sat there and I got it. Like, people are coming up trying to throw in. I'm like, you don't want none of this. <laughs> I was like, Cleveland sucks. Why would you want to encourage somebody? Oh, it's not for me. It's for my son. Why do you want to encourage them to embarrass themselves in public? Like, you, you know, why don't you just draw on a T-shirt? I'm a loser rather than give them like a Cleveland. Well, at least you're telling the father, not the son that. You don't want to just draw on a T-shirt. You're a loser. <laughs> I quote Billy. It has been known to happen. <laughs> I quote you. But it's going to be a blast and we're starting mm-hmm. early. Uh, Derek and I are going to run down. Definitely going to have some great food. Uh, great entertainment. Who's who do we got playing, big man? Uh, Eddie Apnell's playing. Yeah, great. We have uh, Jay and Silent Scott, yeah. who are really good. Cool. We have um, uh, Dead Giveaway. Yeah. And uh, the Irrefutables. It yeah. should be it should be a great great time. And we want to benefit uh, the Pitts and YMCA. Pitts YMCA. Yeah. And the rugby uh, man. And the rugby club. Yeah, definitely got to listen. Here's a great opportunity to learn about a sport, participate mm-hmm. in a sport that you don't have a lot of opportunities. Not like soccer, but remember remember how rare soccer was like 15, 20 years ago. There wasn't many soccer teams around. Now look at it, and the kids are all down with it. I think rugby can be a sport that a lot of kids in our area and people in general whether you want to participate or whether you just want to be part of you know part of the audience man you want to be part of the fans check it out it's a great great um i'm i'm very scrum interested to learn scrumming up a little bit and i love that word can't beat that it's either it's like one of the it is one of the best words it is a cool it? word it's like beguile yes <laughs> just like beguile but gentlemen thank you for being here absolutely Wilkesbury breakers rugby you'll hear a lot more from them with the beer geeks check them out next Saturday can learn more about the sport, learn more about their club, learn more about the Pittston YMCA, and have a great time with great entertainment and good stuff and Dirty Derek. And next week we have Ninkasi Brewing out of Oregon joining us. They're a very rare grab to have that because they're not even available around here, but they're a great Great. We're talking to the brewmaster. Definitely. That's going to be a lot of fun. Once again, Derek, great interviews. You set up great giveaways, great beer. Backyard Billy, it's go time pack, for go. brunch, man. Go Pack Go. Let's hey, go. man, your team's in it. Roll with it. On behalf of everybody in the studio, I am Freddie. Not too fast today. And I consider, yourself, consider yourselves all dealt with.